At Mountain Dew, we'd like to remind you that the world as we know it would not exist without the number zero. Which is why, at Mountain Dew, we'd like to recognize the number zero for making Mountain Dew Zero Sugar possible. Even with no sugar, it packs all of the bold citrus kick Dew Nation knows and loves. It's so good, you have no reason not to try it. As in zero. Get it? Crack open an ice-cold Mountain Dew Zero Sugar. It's zero sugar. All do. This is WWE Hall of Famer, The Think, Howard Finkel, and you're listening to the Nerd Coalition. Welcome to No Gimmicks Needed. Yes! 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 If you can survive, if I let you. You have to be the man! You gotta beat the man! Woo! The kids do big that sucker. Do I have everybody's attention now? Yeah, I do hear you, CM Punk. Welcome back to the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. A&E. And joining me, uh, unfortunately, my, my co-host is out. But don't worry, he will get back to work eventually. But I do have my other co-host on here with me. And that's the hard R from the Soul Trek Enterprise, Quattro. Hey, guys. What's going on out there? We are back for episode 114, and let's put all this stuff out there for a while. You guys haven't heard from me for a couple weeks, and I did put episode uh, a clip from episode what was supposed to be episode 114, uh, talking about the Clash of Champions preview, and there was no more clips that went on after that. So what happened was I, uh, I had to take my mom to the hospital, uh, a couple weeks ago, because she has lymphedema in her leg, and then I got the unfortunate news that she had to get the leg amputated. That that sent the whole family and everything just back. So I wasn't able to get on that. And then my baby, uh, my baby daughter got sick. Now, for those who have kids, I'm not talking about 10, 9, like, like, like my son is, because when they get sick, you, you can deal with that. When babies get sick, it is probably one of the most horrifying things ever. And you feel so bad, but there's nothing much you can do because they're too young for medicine. So they have to get like a lot of natural stuff. So then when that happened, she got me sick. And then I went down. And I was like, there's just no catching up. There's really just no catching up. Now, I, I'm glad to say, like, if you guys listen to the the Nerdgasm Talk podcast number 101, I was on there, but I was sick on that podcast. So, I I know I was only giving 60% of myself, which I know I like to give more of 100% of myself on these things. So, that's why I wanted to wait until I was cleared up. There was no point in going back and talking about those topics from what I originally had planned for episode 114. Like, there's no point in even putting the preview for Clash of Champions on here because we're already twice removed from it. It's, it's over now. It's, it's over. So there's even no point to add to the podcast. So, but don't worry. We're here. We got new content that's come out this week. And trust me, if anybody wants to maintain a social life, don't be a wrestling <laughs> fan this week. <laughs> it's too much, man. It's, it's just too much. It's too much going on. And before we get into all that, 
let's make sure we give a shout out to spacesphilly.com spacesphilly.com a place where you can get all your favorite podcasts right here from our culture here right here in Philly and you guys can listen to their main podcast such as the Lulu and Pop or Lulu and Pop Horror War Show and both sides so you can listen to the Nerd Coalition content of the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast the uh, Nerdgasm Talk Podcast hosted by Swag on Zero Turntables Hip Hop Culture and Beyond hosted by Lady Sketch and Drunk Thoughts Sober Tongues hosted by Left Brain all these great podcasts you guys will be on and all of the Nerd Coalition have taken part in each of these podcasts so you'll get here all our voices on, on there as well but if you listen if you just want to listen to us also check us out on all your podcast platforms such as stitcher google play or, or excuse me google play apple Podcasts, and working on spotify we gotta change a lot of things because spotify is very tricky when we're trying to get on spotify but we're, we're working on that right now and if you guys listen to us on YouTube as well, if you like listen to podcasts on YouTube, make sure you can try that YouTube Premium, which they have a they always have a free trial going on. But to my understanding, that QFlow always tells me if you have Google Play, then you have YouTube Premium. Once again, I've never tried it yet. Cause I don't listen to podcasts on YouTube, but everybody has a preference. So I do listen to my horror stories on there though. <laughs> so a lot of things. You and your horror, man. I, I know. I love it. I don't know why y'all you can't come on board, man. I love that shit. Especially, Got it. especially October is tomorrow. So, look, if you it's can pick month, up, it's the month of horror. It is. And if you can look, we got Ghostbusters the game coming out on Friday. We got Joker coming out on Friday. We got Luigi's Mansion coming out on Halloween. We we said. You, you got it. This is this is your month. You can have this month. You get all your horror. You get to do wrestling. You get everything this month. First of all, I feel sorry for your pockets. Uh, <laughs> I think my pockets are almost empty as it is. Uh, so, so your sidebar, you're not gonna get Luigi's Mansion. No, I'm gonna let Luigi's Mansion pass. I got other things I'm working on, I, I but that's not that. for the podcast. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Alright, so, first thing I want to start off with is, uh, this week coming up, uh, by the time I record this podcast, the the new season of Raw is tonight, and now since Paul Heyman has taken over, he has a nerve to make it, try to make it good. <coughs> so, we, th- just listen to this lineup of wrestling this week. Raw is on Monday. Wednesday, we have the first ever Head-to-head war since 1995. Do you hear me? The first war since we haven't had a wrestling uh, go head-to-head <coughs> since 1995. I mean, 95 or, or 96. I'm going to go with 96. Uh, with NXT coming on USA. And AEW coming on TNT. Then we get Friday Night Smackdown. This Friday. How do you feel about all this? You know what's funny? If we're going to go, if we're going to expand on the wrestling universe, if you really want to add it and kill the rest of your week, if you care, you got Total Divas on Tuesday. New season premiere. You got Miz and Mrs. on Thursday. You also have Impact 
on Thursday. No, oh, Impact's on Tuesday. I'm sorry. Impact's it, on it, Tuesday. I'm sorry. Impact's on Tuesday. If you watch it, you have WOW, which I believe also comes on on Friday. <laughs> If, if, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, is Hell in a Cell Sunday? Yes. Damn it. Like, come on, man. <laughs> this is enough. I can't deal with all that. I, there's no way. There's no way. I will be wrestled out. <laughs> Look, literally. And you know what? It repeats weekly now. I don't even know how I'm going to review all this stuff. It's too much. It's too much. Like, if, if you want to concise to one company, you can make it. But get, but more than likely, you, you'll probably want to watch one company and AEW. Or one company and either Raw, SmackDown, or NXT. Because yeah. with a two-hour-long NXT, and them engulfing the Cruiserweight division... That has so many possibilities. <laughs> but not only that, the NXT UK roster as well. Right. What I'm saying now, like, is that Walter? Why are you here? It's me. Is that Rhea Ripley? But this is... T- I can't watch that much wrestling. I don't think my girlfriend will let me watch <laughs> that much wrestling. But peep week. this though. Look, <laughs> you gotta give credit. See, look. This is what, this is what makes people angry. People know if WWE's backs against the wall, they have always and they have a history of coming out swinging. Do you mm-hmm. hear me? Swing. That's why when, when before AEW even was a thought, before any of this stuff was a thought, that's why WWE was giving us trash TV because there was no competition. Out. They was going up against Monday Night Football and Dancing with the Stars. They weren't going up against wrestling competition. Now since the competition is here, look, it's not just about this. I want to watch Raw. We're getting Seth versus Rey Mysterio. That's I, that's wild. I want to see that for the championship. Now I know Rey ain't going to win, but I'm just like, but you know, I want to see. <laughs> I want to see what the Fiend going to do because <laughs> I think it's going. It got to be a good match. Rey is on this. Can can you imagine a swerve? Can you imagine a swerve? Well, I can't imagine. I, I, the Rey win this. The Rey win this. So wait, we got Ray Brett. What? Wait, is it a triple threat? Triple threat here on the cell. Oh man, <laughs> I couldn't imagine. I, 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 as I'm saying, but that's the thing. I don't know what's going to happen, which is making it crazy. Then, not not only that, NXT got three championship matches on Wednesday. Right, it might as well be NXT United <coughs> Champions. Three championship matches. What? Huh? Was it Street Profits, Undisputed Era? Yeah. Adam Cole, Matt Riddle, and um, Shayna versus Candice LeRae. Candice LeRae. <coughs> None of those matches sound bad at all. <laughs> also, Not one match is like oh, I could miss that. No, I want to see all that. <laughs> we got that AEW tag team bracket also. I have no idea what to expect from the first AEW. I'm and when I mean first scared. AEW, right. Look, I'm not going to lie. I was not really a fan of the last pay-per-view. I was not. I can I see if why. You go on, if you go online and look at the, where 
Philadelphia. Do you know the upcoming tickets start at six dollars? Whoa. Yes. If you went on SeatGeek right now, six dollars for a ticket. And that's at Leah Course, right? That's at the Leah Course Center, okay. which ain't that big. You gonna feel like you in the twenty three hundred arena with a six dollar ticket? <laughs> uh huh. So I don't know what to expect. But I will say this. They know they have to bring it this week. They know that. And that alone is enough, should be enough to make you watch AEW if you like wrestling. Well, this is the, this is some of the live that they got going on. Mm. They have Cody versus Sammy Guevara. They have... Yeah. Rio versus Nyla Rose for the AEW Women's Championship. They have the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega, the Elite, taking on Chris Jericho and two mystery partners. And then they got MGF versus Brandon Cutler. And not only that, our tag team bracket, uh, which is going to probably start off, we got the Young Bucks versus Private Party. Which, which I like. That should be a fun match. <coughs> like I said, guys, I'm still getting over this cold, so excuse the cough. But I'm a, I'm, I'm a fan of Private Party. Uh, the Lucha Bros taking on the Jurassic Express. Best Friends versus SCU. And the Dark Order gets a bye. You know who you gotta feel bad for in this tag team bracket? You who? know who you really gotta feel for? Who? The top rope. Because it's gonna get used <laughs> so much <laughs> in this tag team bracket. I feel real bad. I hope they triple enforce that top rope because it's getting so much use. It's ridiculous. You're right. <laughs> you are absolutely right. Uh, I, Especially what you said, Lucha, with the Lucha Bros and, um, and the and the T Rex people, yeah, right? Jurassic I'm, I'm Express. sorry, I didn't. Thank you. Come, come on, that match alone. Stop. Who who do <laughs> thinks gonna win it? Look, it's hard to vote against the Lucha Bros. No disrespect to the Jurassic Express, but it's hard to vote against them, man. <laughs> but they already have a tag team championship, and right now LAX just came in, or excuse me, the Bodequas. So, I mean, the eight. So, so do you build what's already strong, or do you start developing the new hotness? Honestly, I don't know how this company want to go. Honestly, I will go with either Private Party or Jurassic Express. In all honesty, can you see Private Party going over the Young Bucks? Yeah, because the Young Bucks got trashed by Ellie, uh by the Boricuas, so that's not over. They may get screwed. If they may get screwed, yes. But without that outside interference, I don't necessarily see that. Fair enough. And then you go over to SmackDown, who which has, we have not only the funeral for Kofi Kingston, we have, because, you know, you got Brock versus Kofi for that championship. Then we got, which I think is going to happen this Friday, is the ladder match between Shane and Kevin Owens. No. 
heard that is at Hell in a Cell. So did they change it back? Because there was never an official answer of when it was. (coughs) Okay, you know what? I believe it's at Hell in a Cell, but I could be wrong. I mean, I'm looking looking at it right now, but even still, Brock's wrestling (laughs) his first match on SmackDown. God, since 2004? I I know it's been over 10 years. I can clearly tell you it's been over 10 years. Absolutely. Now, now, here's a hard question, but an easy question. Because it's obvious, does Brock win? Peep this. I don't think Brock wins... I don't think Brock wins on SmackDown. I think Brock wins at Hell in a Cell. So, if Kofi wins, they replay it at Hell in a Cell. No. Because currently, Kofi is not set to fight anybody at Hell in a Cell. But Hell in a Cell only got three three matches on the card. Yes, that is also true. They only that means got this week three. got to line up at least four or five more matches. Exactly. This week alone. We got the two Hell in a Cell matches, then we got... Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns versus Harper and Rowan. Right. So, just going off championships alone, Bailey doesn't have a match. Uh-huh. The, Re- the Revival don't have a match. And I'm trying to think. I don't even know if they got rivals right now, to be real with you. No, they, they may not be on there, but you got to look at uh, Shinsuke and Ali may get a match. I can see that. Uh, uh, uh AJ. I, I don't know if AJ is going to be on there. Think- yeah, I don't see AJ. And, and I'm trying to I'm trying to think like a like I'm trying to think and like booking. Who are they feuding with right now? AJ's not feuding with anybody. Revival's not feuding with anybody. Corbin and, and Gable may get a rematch. They could probably do that. I see that uh, it is hell in a cell. So as of right now, it doesn't say anything about Shane and Kevin at Hell in a Cell. Right. So it's probably most likely gonna be on SmackDown. I mean, just at the same time, going off what we just said about the Hell in Cell card, we could got three confirmed matches. We just talked about maybe another three. That gives you a six-match card. You're right, but do you want to do two non-finishes on your opening premiere of SmackDown Live? Do you want to do a ladder match and Brock Kofi in the same night? If it's opening night on Fox, yeah. Because the two Hell in the Cell matches are going to sell themselves. Mm-hmm. So, and even the tag team match of Dale Bryan and Roman, that believe it or not sells itself. So you don't really need a ladder match <coughs> on that show where it could it could get lost in all the other bumps taken that night. People want to see the fiend. And him and the fiend and hell in the cell, oh, they they're gonna be ready for him. And Becky mm-hmm. and Sasha in the hell in the cell. I think maybe better than, than, than Sasha and Charlotte. Inside Hell in the Cell. I do. Now, a ladder match. And I got my predictions for that as well. Yeah. And a, a ladder match, uh, the only thing you can do with a ladder match is basically they won't let Shane take all the bumps he wants to. But if you put it on SmackDown, because I'll be honest with you, I'm not trying to see the 20th anniversary of SmackDown, all these old legends come back and not doing nothing. Right. I, I, I want to see some action. So having Brock on mm-hmm. there and having a ladder match with his op- opening thing on Fox on Friday night because 
I have to train myself to watch wrestling on Fridays now. Uh, right, it is it, now. It was on SmackDown. It was on Friday before. Yeah, when I was in college, time, right? When I was in college, okay. <laughs> Don't talk about ten years ago like that. Come on now. Don't remind me of my age. I'm about to say, you know, co- co- look. See, when I, I I first went to college, that was thirteen years ago. Ooh, okay, yeah. So quiet, you. <laughs> so that was the last time. I watch SmackDown on Friday nights because I will watch SmackDown before I go to the, the college parties. <laughs> Wasn't Raw on TNN? <laughs> e- exactly. Oh, Raw oh. Roulette. <laughs> <laughs> God, that was old. I'm just saying. So that's what I remember Friday night SmackDown, and I was just like, okay, I get, I get with on Friday, but then, it, then it went back to Thursday, and then it went to two. I was like, whoa. I kick it with all this stuff, so I have to actually train myself to actually watch wrestling again on Fridays. Cause back in the day, before Friday Night SmackDown was even a thing, ECW was on Fridays. Yes, it was, and that's I what I remember would watch. that completely. <laughs> and all I gotta do is go Channel Forty Eight. So now I actually gotta go to Fox and be like, "Damn, it's Friday! I gotta do this review." That that just that changes my podcast schedule and everything. Mm-hmm. Can we say that wrestling right now has legit said to all wrestling fans like, "Why you not in the house?" Basically, I mean, I'm gonna go out. No, you're not. You're right. <laughs> now there's other shows on TV to watch. TV shows you may like, but do you really want to watch them? Especially this week. <laughs> Is that I don't even know how I'm gonna even get. I mean, I know how I'm gonna do it. It's just that that when's this gonna be the hard one? Cause I'm gonna find myself flipping back and forth like I did Nitro on the Raw back in the day. Because I want to see the championship matches, and I, I'm sorry when it comes to AEW show other than the Elite and Chris Jericho. I know if Nyla Rose don't win that championship, like cause. That little small right. girl that they got go, her going up against, I'm like, stop it. She has no see, personality where, to, to, to set a championship. See, where I'm at with the AEW in comparison to SmackDown, it, I have Hulu. I can watch the full SmackDown the next day. I know it's a day, uh-huh. and let me stay away from social media to at least 8 a.m. the next day after you get a chance to watch it. But... I have not heard them say anything about it having any type of replay on anything. So if you miss it, you've missed it. You talking AEW? Yeah, I feel like I feel like that. That's almost a selling point right there. It's like you know you ain't gonna see this once. That ain't, that ain't fair. <laughs> like if, if I miss Raw, I can watch that again. They'll come on Hulu. SmackDown. They'll come on Hulu. NXT. They'll come on the network. You miss AEW. You just mixed it. Yeah, but if it's not good, I don't mind missing it. You're you're right. But unfortunately, we won't know it's good until after we watch it. So if anything, it at least has signed us up for that first episode. At the bare minimum, it signed us up for that first episode. Fair enough. Also... There's a new episode coming on Tuesdays because WWE is not done being the big boss yet. 
Because <laughs> on Tuesdays when Impact come on, right? They got a new mm-hmm. show coming on for FS1 called oh, WWE on. Backstage. Oh, come on. Hosted what? by Renee I... Young and Booker T. What is this one about? I missed <clears throat> this one. <clears throat> it's only an hour show. And guess mm-hmm. who? Guess what the, the, the Wrestling Observer said went to apply for an analyst job? Who? C... M. Punk. <laughs> I, I need I, I need I need everybody to imagine this. I, I need you to imagine this. I need it. I I need it. it see, because the internet lost its mind when it said C. M. Punk was in talks to WWE. People was going to see him on Punk's Twitter. It's like mm, he is in L. A. This weekend. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Where's Raw SmackDown at? Can you admit? Yes, we know analyst. We know analyst doesn't mean he's gonna get in the ring. Can you imagine the reaction? Not only if Brock win, but if CM Punk music goes off immediately after that. Come on. Spank- you didn't watch SmackDown before. <laughs> Come on now. I mean, if that's the case, they just won for the week. Right. Because that's all anybody's going to talk about. Cody Rose jumped off a two-story building. Yeah, uh, whatever. But CM Punk came back. That's how people's <laughs> going to treat it. <laughs> uh, well, look, I, the, the best I can say is... <coughs> um, he is, it, This show they're doing, he is actually legit trying to be an analyst for this show. Hosted by Renee Young and Booker T. But that does not mean that after doing this show for a little bit, that he won't get back into the ring. Now, this is the same CM Punk who swore up and down that he will never return to WWE. But the man could probably need some money. See, I'm gonna think about this as something Triple H said in a in an interview back when he had hair. <laughs> <laughs> he was and he was asked about CM Punk and him leaving. CM Punk Triple H looked dead in the camera and said, "You know, in the business, you should never say never." Mm. We have seen the Ultimate Warrior come back. We have seen. Bret Hart come back. Is CM Punk really that far-fetched? No, I mean, CM Punk just just, <laughs> just, just, just his feelings. That's all that is. And I mean, so, but now, like, his uh, career in UFC didn't go too well. It did not. <coughs> Dana White said he ain't never gonna come back. I mean, C- CM Punk is probably not pressure catchers. He He's a saver, but... You gotta have some income coming in too. I I don't think that that man has expired all his money at this point because knowing a little about about the back scenes, knowing the work he does in the comic book world, how he keeps getting on all types of shows and everything just off name recognition alone, I wouldn't say he's broke. And plus, AJ, who's actually booked, did pretty well, and everything she's doing in in her community, I don't think. Dumb as a couple, 
are broke. No, no, they're not broke. I ain't said they was broke. They just right, some, you did not say broke. They I said they just still need some income coming in. Well, well, let, let, let me ask the question that I really want to know. Uh-huh. If, C, if CM Punk does come back to WWE, do you see AJ in that ring again? Yeah, absolutely. Tell the one I could. I, man, I take it this week. Let's say somehow or whatever your pick is, Becky wins. So, all right, Becky Balboa done beat everybody. Cool. If AJ music hit, <laughs> no, because see, no, you you give it you give it too much too fast because you don't want to reveal throw all your eggs out the first week of this whole war thing. Because you got to see where AEW is going to go. Mm-hmm. So, that's why, you know, WWE's going to probably play their cards right. And if CM Punk wants to do this analyst role and see how it goes on that, because this show don't start until November 5th. Right. So, you know, we, we still got to see what the whole backstage is like. Is it going to be something like what would happen the previous week or what's going to happen? It's on FS1, so it's just, that's like a, that's a legit mm-hmm. sports channel. I mean, we'll have to see. Unless WWE got the gun in the clip and hit the double tap, down. Don't even try to get down. Because they could. Oh, yeah, they could. <laughs> they could. And also, uh, reminds me that they're changing the announced teams. Did you hear about that? I did see the change in the announced team. What happened to Byron? <laughs> <laughs> you worry about Byron? <laughs> You know what's funny? I'm not saying I was a Byron fan, but I was used to him at this point, man. <laughs> that ain't what it is. That ain't what it is at all. You trying to support for the black guy. I got it. <laughs> all right. I'm, look, there's a new black guy. I don't know who he is. I, I ain't never seen boy in my life. <laughs> Where he at? The, on the Raw. It's Jerry... I don't know guy and I don't know guy. I'm uh-huh. sorry I said it like that, but that's what I really looked at it. I'm like, who are you and who are you? <laughs> yeah, th- those two guys, I, th- I think they used to do 205 Live. I believe. But Jerry the King Lowe. Where's Aiden? <laughs> Dang, Aiden, Aiden should go Dang. back to the ring. Aiden should go back to the ring. Aiden needs to find Simon Gotch. <laughs> uh, trust me. He don't want to go back down that road again. Uh, he, I mean, I don't like Aiden by himself. Personal preference. Uh-huh. I don't. Uh, <laughs> I liked it with Rusev Day, but they fucked that up. Oh, uh, yeah. But can, can we, since you said that, what what gym and what workout regimen is Rusev using? Because he came back smaller, yet more built. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> You know what? I really don't know. I really don't <laughs> like, know. I saw him come out, and I'm looking at him like, why you look stronger but thinner? I don't, what? <laughs> He's probably thinned out. But, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. King is coming back, and he says that his deal is, um, I mean, of course, he has to travel, which I know Jerry Lola has said before he doesn't like to travel, but he mm-hmm. gets to go in there, and he, as long as he wants it. So... Paul Heyman <coughs> brought those two new guys up there, and reportedly uh-huh. Vince wanted Lawler on there 
because they didn't want the two new guys on the flagship show by themselves. And we know, you know King what? has been here before. You know what? I mean, if I'm in all seriousness, Vince isn't wrong with that. Mm-hmm. When is your flagship show? When it, when is your best? Mm-hmm. Your best. You don't want a bunch of newbies in your best. He ain't wrong. You're right. And also, because SmackDown, it, it apparently is going to a two-man announce team of Michael Cole and Corey Graves. Now, with that being okay. said, uh, Renee Young, yeah, uh, Renee Young uh, is going to be a, a special, oh, what do they call it? A special something on SmackDown, Observer. So, I guess uh, every now uh, and then she'll be on there? See, because, I mean, if we're looking at the same picture of the three to three to three, I saw Renee Young in that picture. So, I assumed there was three on every show. But, but if that's the case, to Fox, though. why Be- are they doing that with Renee Young? Because, see, somebody who watches a lot of sports and a lot of stuff on, like, I, right now, I have FS1 on on my TV as we're doing this podcast right now. Okay. So, <coughs> Fox and FS1, they, they want to take a more serious approach to sports, especially when they're promoting it. And uh-huh. they don't want the three-man announce team because sports usually works with a two, depending on what sports you're, you're, uh, you're looking at. So I think uh-huh. I, I, the, the, a lot of things for Fox, a lot of changes that they're doing is to, uh, for Fox's nature, why they can control anything they want to on Monday Night Raw because they, they still own USA. Uh-huh. That's why. I mean, just just to put this out there, as big as the deal as they made it with Renee Young becoming a full time member of the announced team, do you think it sets back WWE any little that they're now removing Renee Young from the announced team? If that's the case, if they wanted King on there to with two newbies, the newest of those announcers would have been Renee Young. So why wasn't the move to leave her on Raw with some new guy and the King? Because number one, to, to, to okay, let's just be real here, Renee Young's not that mm-hmm. great. She's You're not. Right. Number two, and look, that goes that goes for my baby girl Beth Phoenix. She ain't that great neither. What? Mm-hmm. Uh, Renee's getting her own show. That's what makes it different. <clears throat> Renee Young is getting her own show. She's the host. Of WWE backstage, she's good <coughs> in that hosting interview role. All her uh-huh. shows that she had, unfiltered or talking smack or anything, she's good in that role. But I having love her in unfiltered and talking smack, you're right. Yeah, but having Vince in her ear, she's not a good play-by-play, and she's not a good color. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. King is a great color back in his day, and then you and then you got you got those, those two younger guys who. I think, or, or former sports announcers at some, at some point, I, I believe, I, I could be wrong about that, are better, okay. they're better play-by-play guys. So, they can feed off of that. And if you have, if you take one of them off, and you put Renee on there, Renee can't keep up with King or any of these new guys. So, it's best to put her in the interview show, because like, I wouldn't put King 
in in that interview show with Booker T, it wouldn't work right. Uh-huh. And Booker T, and because <clears throat> a lot of people don't watch, you know, the Raw pre-show back in the day. Right. But that's what Renee and Booker T used to do, and they were good at it. Okay. And every time, every time in the pay per view, minus Sam Roberts and David Otunga, uh, Renee Young and Booker T were the most entertaining ones on there. Sam Roberts. I'm say, I'm sorry. It, it, it's hard to argue that point, though, right? You're right. You make sense in that point. I'm about to say, because if you take Sam Roberts off, you take David Otunga off, and you keep Booker T and Renee Young, I'm not missing anything. Right. So, right. They, they feel of each other. So, that's, so it wouldn't be a setback. She's getting her own show. So, she, mm-hmm. she, she's in a role that's better for her, that's going to be on FS1. That's one of the high, uh, next to ESPN, one of the highest sports shows you can you can get, because you got Skip and Shan that comes on there, you got The Hurl, you got a lot of sports related shows that get high views on there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's actually look like it's almost like a, you know, a raise. Okay. In a way. Okay. See, see, I'm glad I can hear this from you because I know you're deeper in the sports than I am. Uh huh. So, so okay, yeah, that yeah. helps. Yeah, it works like that. So, also some news: Johnny Mundo, aka Johnny Nitro, aka John Morrison, aka Johnny Impact, is reportedly signed back. With WWE, or as my wife calls him, shiny ass. <laughs> no, she don't. <laughs> yes, she does. <laughs> I'm gonna have to talk to Lady Sketch. Come on now. <laughs> <coughs> she calls him ever since he he used to come out there with Eminem. She would call him shiny mm. ass because mm. he always had them rhinestones right there on the ass pockets of his pants. And, and it was it was funny because her brother went to Farmer Mills one time and he got the got the same kind of jeans. Oh, and she no, gave, not the bright cheeks. Oh man, she gave a thousand and one bars, man. So I'm just letting you know. <laughs> See now with with Johnny, whatever he worked for, because yeah. that used to be what his name is. <laughs> like I. I'm glad to see him back in WWE. I was a fan of him when he was there. I, hey, I was even a fan of him when he really, for me, transitioned to himself during WWE's ECW and became the ECW champion. From his time with him tagging with The Miz, tagging with Eminem, um, really showing what he could do as the Intercontinental Champion, breaking out that Starship pain. But he was always in that mid-card role. That, that was like the role for him. Now he's going to other companies. He's he's done him in essence. He's done him, and now he's coming back to WWE. So what I, I would like to see him in uh, NXT for the matches that that can happen from him on that brand, but. I can understand if they put him on a Raw or SmackDown because he knows the WWE machine. He's been through it. But for me, this draft is really going to play in part to whether or not he should be on Raw or SmackDown. 
but I don't know what you think. I I agree. At first, I really thought he was gonna be Johnny Elite, and I was kind of hoping that. Mm-hmm. But he's not. Look like he's not making his way to AEW. And there were some things coming out that said that he said that he has not signed anything yet. I don't know, but I'm only oh. going. I'm only going by what's going on here. So I know he ain't going back to Impact. I tell you that. So <laughs> he's done with that shit. But right, <clears throat> I I think coming back and coming back on a show like NXT, especially where NXT is now. Mm-hmm. I I think that that'll benefit because the man is. In, let's see. This Wednesday, this man, no, this Thursday, this man is going to be 40 years old. Mm-hmm. October 3rd, 1979, this man was born. This Thursday, he's going to be 40. But he's going to be a Shelton Benjamin 40-something. A Ray That's Mysterio 40-something. Huh? Gotta be real. It's good looking forty. Take it how you want it. Yeah, this man, look good for forty, man. <laughs> like, wow. That's what I said. He, he falls into that Shelton Benjamin Rey Mysterio forty where he can still go. Mm-hmm. Right. So seeing him in the NXT, I think he can help that brand out a lot, or put him on spend, or even seeing him backstage doing parkour to chase after the twenty four seven championship. You kind of funny to me. <laughs> It'd be kind of funny, but I wouldn't want that for him. If that makes sense. I agree. It'd be funny, but I don't want that for him. I see him, I mean, instantly in that mid-card role on Raw or SmackDown if they put him there. But if they put him on NXT, he could be the headliner of the show. I I agree. And I'm sorry. I'm going to say this about your boy. Infinitely better than The Miz from that Tough Enough class. Sorry. He is absolutely a better wrestler than The Miz. I love The Miz. He is absolutely a better wrestler than The Miz. But I will never take away from The Miz his determination and grit to get where he got. I I get you. But if, if I'm looking, I'm just like, huh, I'm going with, I, I'm always going, I'm always going with, 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 jo- with Johnny Mundo. But so, I'm I'm, so, so, you know, I kind of want, is he going to be like, Johnny XT, that'd be kind of cool. <coughs> or Johnny Raw, because because we already got a Johnny wrestler. On that alone, I think you just hit on a storyline. That'd be kind of cool. I can see Gargano coming out talking. That I'm always NXT, NXT run through my veins, and this could this could happen whenever. But if John Morrison come out and he was like, "So you're Johnny Wrestling," I'm pretty sure that's my name. Mm-hmm. I don't even need no more words. I don't need no more words. <laughs> you're right. You're actually right. Uh, WWE hire me. <laughs> Oh, I would like Please. to see. I would like to see uh, him versus Velveteen Dream. Ooh, I love to see him versus Roger Strong. The, uh, he, the possibilities really are kind of almost that's, endless. That's why he needs to be NXT. <laughs> that's why he needs to go to NXT. I agree with you, hundred percent. But I, um, as I move forward uh, from that, did you see? Week two of NXT. 
Okay, so yes, I did. Okay, so this way, did you see? The, did you see the first week of NXT? Yes, I did. How'd you, how'd you like the first week of NXT or USA? Um, I, I enjoyed the first week. I mean, I can admit that the ending was kind of convoluted because they just said, "I don't know how to show the tur- how to end the show. Just show everybody we got one fight. All right." <laughs> But I did think it made a, a good present, especially with the match with Leo Rush. I'm, that was impressive. I'm glad he's back. I'm so glad. I was like, please don't let Leo Rush go. They'd be stupid right. to let that man go. Right. And, and you know what? It really looked like he was like, he came, like almost in his face, you can see, I messed up. Let me do what I do is just stay in here. You right. You right. You got too, you got too big too fast. It happens. People recover from this, Triple H. You can recover. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's but I did enjoy them. I'm listening. No, but I did enjoy it. And preferably myself, I like the first week over the second week. Oh, I mean, we're going to have those weeks. Because mm-hmm. you know, the first week had laid by know that, that we here. Right. And with the Undisputed Era winning all the gold, I think that was a good way of letting Dripping them know. gold. Dread. <laughs> and go, but you know what? We, we're gonna talk about the second week. So mm-hmm. we had a, a nice lineup, starting off with Keith Lee taking on Dominic Dijakovic. He is too big. <laughs> they are both too big because Mister Andy. If I ever see you doing <clears throat> moonsault, I'm walking away. I know. <laughs> I know. No, I'll tell you right now. It's like, when you look at them, like, all I see is big and tall, like, literally. <laughs> like, they are the definition of designer XL. That literally. <laughs> Dominic Dajakovic is 6'7", and Keith Lee is well over 300 pounds. And shouldn't even be doing half the stuff he's doing. When Keith lost himself <coughs> to the outside, when it was like a corkscrew moonsault, I said, what the... What the... What the, what the, what the See, I always see Rey Mysterio and, some, and people like that do those kind of moves. I'm like, but, mm-hmm. but if you got a 300 pounder coming at you like that, how do you even catch him? Right. That's dangerous. Uh, they had that. Uh, it, was, it, was, it was a lot of testing out in the beginning. Keith Lee with that, with that spin kick. I was like, I'm not even going to mm-hmm. lie. I didn't even get your leg up that high. <laughs> I like, can't get my leg up that high now. Yes. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm, bruh. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I didn't think you get your leg up that high. Uh, couple takeaways. First of all, the Canadian destroyer from from the top rope. I thought that was it. I like. What can you do? That's it. Uh, he chokes. He gives him a choke slam on the apron. Good choke slam too. Good choke slam. Looked so good. It just looks smooth. <laughs> uh, I, I, was, I was like, you know what? Because I'm liking the, the match by H2. Uh, but then uh, Keith Lee, he hits a moonsault. That shit was crazy. But down down to mm. COVID, he hits a moonsault, goes for the pin, and then Keith Lee just sits up with him still in his arms. I'm like, right. that's, that's some Mark Henry level shit right there. Right. Like, and, and, and when it hit, it, it hit clean. There was no knee. There was no move out the way. He embraced the entire hit. Yeah, it to was. To sit up with him in his arm at two, 
and look at him like, oh, so you think this is a game? Oh, you think you're going to win? And I just sat there like, I'm scared of that, man. <laughs> uh-huh. And uh, he, he puts him up in his, uh, I get like a Death Valley-style jackhammer kind of move, but it pins him. So it's tied 1-1. You know that we're going to have a rubber match. Fight forever. If I can have them two in the best of seven series, y'all go right ahead. <laughs> you know, I'm not mad at that, but here's the thing. One thing I don't want them to, I want them to stop doing, don't do that Spanish fly again. Don't do that <laughs> he went Spanish. for it, too. He went for it. Because they did, they, did that, they did it the first week. I was just like, mm-mm. Mm-mm. It's a little too dangerous. A little too but, dangerous Yeah, because they came, out, they came out a little bit too close. Keith Lee's a little bit too big. He's a little bit too tall. <laughs> <coughs> it's one of those like, <coughs> all right, I got it. You can do it. Don't do it again. Because you kill yourself. We also get the return of Dakota Kai. Supporting a dirty blonde hairstyle. Don't like it. At all. I, I think she's pretty. <laughs> oh, she's pretty. But I like the, I like the the black pink tail she had when she when she first came. Mm-hmm. This dirty blonde look. I'm like, everybody can't wear blonde. No, mm-hmm. trust me, we try. <coughs> But everybody can't rock blonde. But uh, she's back going up against uh Ty Tyrana Cotty, I believe her name is. Yes, yes, yes. The the, the beautiful Brazilian, as I call her. Okay. Uh, great matchup. I I, I didn't think Cotty had those kind of moves in her. I thought she'd go back like a Leah jobber. You know what's funny? I've seen so much growth in her now to what I remember and. Was it the first May Young tournament or the second? Either way, she was in one of them. And you were like, you are such a better wrestler. You've been able to embrace a gimmick in yourself of, look, I'm bad physically and in the ring. And embrace that. I feel like they got something there. I don't know where her mic skills are at, though. Because she don't do a lot of talking. Okay. But if she do have mic skills, which... You know NXT will avoid. <laughs> they are known for. Can they talk? Don't just don't give them the mic. Just go fight Shinsuke. Don't give them the mic. Just let them fight. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but but if she has the mic skills, she could definitely be a threat in their women's division without a doubt. You right. Then what was my fair match of the night? Matt Riddle taking on Killian Dame in a street fight for the NXT Championship opportunity. Coming up this week. Yo, thank you for putting Kelly and Dane by himself. Yes. Ever since that war games, I was like, he don't need nobody. He needs to be alone. And you know what's funny? Alexander Wolf and Kelly Dane were doing pretty good for themselves. I saw no E. Mm-hmm. I don't know E. Young at. Where's E. Yeah. What? Last see, time I see him, he, he was getting he was getting beat up by Seth Rollins on Raw like a couple months ago. See. His problem is he was he, he was impacts Daniel Bryan. So I'm gonna be real. He was he was impacts Daniel Bryan and he came here and they said, We really don't know what to do with you. You're somewhere between Daniel Bryan and Eugene. <laughs> Damn. Well if we put it like that and now they don't got nothing to do with him. Don't, don't, don't seem like it. So 
Hostel, uh, le- the leader of sanity, is, it has the worst part. Because in, in even Nikki Cross is doing things now. I mean, come on. <laughs> good point. That's fucked up. Uh, <laughs> so, first of all, anybody that can be in a street fight barefoot get, get, gets props from me. <laughs> so, I'm talking to you, Matt Riddle. Uh, they start off in the ring doing the usual ring stuff. They take out to the crowd to... Clearly, Dave doing that running, chucking crossbody through a wall. Mm. Matt Real doing a sit tie through a table. The kicks is just. <coughs> <coughs> that mixed martial arts in this, man. I'm telling you. It scares me. Uh, we come back into the ring. He gets about three Vader bombs, gets a chair. Hits over with a kendo stick. Yeah, I know. There's it, a lot going on. But overall, he wins with an arm arm bar. The, 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 it looked like it hurt though. It do. Tell me that it looked like that hurt a lot. Uh, it looked worse than Becky Lynch's. I mean, it, look, it looks better than Becky Lynch's. I'm sorry. But look, you know the rule. Any man that fights you without shoes don't care about his life. <laughs> <laughs> If you was about to fight a man in the street, he said, let me take my shoes off first. What? You, what? you don't need... Wait a minute. Can we talk? <laughs> Bro, you know what? I wasn't even talking to you. I was talking about the guy behind you. <laughs> I'm making up some lie like that. Who said... Swag said, though. He's doing it all on here. Mm-hmm. So, what you think of the match? It, I think it was... I think it was a really competitive match. I mean, I feel like Matt Riddle at this point needs certain competitors to bring more of him out of him. Because we, like, the last good match I saw Matt Riddle, Matt Riddle in like this was at Evolve with Drew Gulak. That was good. It, it's like Matt Riddle is a good wrestler, but he's a good wrestler that need a good opponent. Someone that he can pull out more of himself and really perform. I didn't get that when he went against like Velveteen Dream. Because Velveteen Dream is like a big showman. And not saying he's a bad wrestler at all. He's just more of a showman. Matt Riddle needs somebody that can get gritty with him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, even I I did like the match between him and Velveteen Dream. So you say Uh you you don't think Matt Riddle is good at carrying matches like an AJ or Seth? Correct. I don't think he's as good as carrying matches as he is in the thick of a match. Okay. So, he needs a good dance partner. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you for giving me the words there. Yes, he needs a good dance partner. Okay. I mean, it, 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 you know, it all depends. Maybe I had to see more Matt Riddle stuff. Because, mm-hmm. I, 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 that will really test me if I... See him go up against. I gotta see him go up against somebody bad. It's kind of this. <coughs> when I seen Diesel taking on Bret Hart, I was like, Diesel's a pretty damn good wrestler. But uh-huh. then I saw Diesel versus Mabel, and I said, I take that back. <laughs> it, and I realized that Bret Hart was the one that was his good dance partner. That Kevin Nash is the kind of guy. That needs a good dance partner to have good matches. You're right. 
I don't. That's so true. I don't put Matt Riddle on that level as of Kevin Nash, but mm-hmm. it's like because all the matches I've seen from Matt Riddle in WWE so far have been good, like such as right. the Velveteen Dream and Drew Gulak and uh, mm-hmm. Kelly and Damon all those, and the ones I see him at in the Indies against Keith Lee and Ricochet and all that kind of stuff like that. Good matches, so I haven't really seen him go up against somebody like the the likes of a. Um, I'm trying to think who 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 be bad in today's wrestling. They'd be like, you know what? They're, they're just not that good. <clears throat> I'm sitting. Th- I'm thinking to myself, especially in NXT. <coughs> uh, what, what, what's that? What's that? Uh, Asian guy's name, who? Uh, Kona Reeves. Kona Reeves. Yeah. <laughs> like exactly. <laughs> If I see him against Kona Reeves, then I probably would get a better estimate of that. Because I get what you're right. saying, but I still can't put mm-hmm. him on, on the level of a Kevin Nash. That's a good dance partner. Understood. Kevin Nash have had good matches with Sean, Brett, Scott Hall, you know, of course the Click members and other people, but he need a good dance partner that he's had bad matches against other people who just weren't able to carry those kind of matches. Right, right about that. Yeah. Uh, next up, we get Rhea Ripley uh, taking on Caden Car- Carter. I don't like that they changed the name. Because you don't this... like the name because she was Lacey Lane before. Exactly. And I was like, why? Maybe y'all didn't like Double L. Y'all could have called the Double L, or uh-huh. y'all could do something else. Because she she kind of. Resemble an Ember Moon style gimmick. Yeah. When she first got there, but uh, I I don't know the name was just not flying to me. I, I and I think a lot of people, if you don't look at her, you didn't know that that was Lacey Lane from the Mae Young Classic. Yep. So, uh, good matchup here once again. She had a great showcase, but uh, in the end, Rhea Ripley uh, uh pinned her and Ripley got uh, the riptide out. Yep. Yeah, yep. Exactly. So how'd you like the match? And how how do you like the name change? Um <coughs> unfortunately she hasn't made enough impression on me to me care about her name one way or the other. And this might necessarily be the third or fourth match I've seen from her. And she's scrappy, but she's still making mistakes. Yeah. So I I don't know if she in essence, need more time on the ball, you know? <laughs> like, uh-huh. whereas I saw, like, Aaliyah and Vanessa Bourne go out there constantly and constantly and constantly. You are not about to sit to, here and say Aaliyah is better than Lacey Lane. Oh, excuse me. I'm yeah. I'm saying the fact that I've seen them out there constantly and constantly get used to being in front of the bright lights and to be in the crowd get them more comfortable in being into their ring persona and their ring presence. She don't have that right now. Okay, fair. That's why I'm saying there. I'm not saying she is not a better athlete than them because she absolutely looks more athletic than them. Mm -hmm. But she hasn't found that comfortability in the ring. Like, almost what you just said right now has the fact that she has an Ember Moon Ember Moon type gimmick almost want me to see her in a partnership with Ember Moon. So, A, it gives something Ember Moon to do, 
and she has someone that has, has been pushed to that point in NXT so they can like almost go into like a tag team thing with together but that's pulling Ember Moon back and that's not fair for Orby moving her up which is too early as well so it's not a good time for that if that makes sense but she in essence needs something at this point now the match itself um I like them putting Rhea Ripley out to the NXT crowd because unless you really watch NXT UK, you really don't know nothing about Rhea Ripley yeah. at the end of the day. So, um, I like how they show how Rhea Ripley would handle herself against an opponent that's smaller than her, more scrappy, pretty much showing, I'm going to lay the power and put you down at the end of the day. Because for, well, I want to say at least the beginning part of the match, she was throwing her around like a rag doll. Yeah, be the bully. I which, got it. Which wasn't really doing nothing, um, Carter. Because when she began on her comeback, you was like, it "Don't matter. All she got to do is touch you once, and that was it." And that's what happened. She really caught her one good time, and was, and it was really no recovery from that. So, I don't. I'm not saying it was a bad match, but for me, it was more of a filler match. But I do think that Rhea Ripley need these matches if I'm supposed to believe her. Not looking at her UK career, if I'm supposed to believe that she could be a problem for Shayna. Well, that say, makes sense. I, I get it. But if you want to talk about filler matches, uh, only Lorcan and Danny Burch versus Ever Rise. Ever Rise what? to what? I know what who these doing? guys were. What are they doing with Oni Lorcan and Danny Burch? Because it looked like that tag team um, push was going to happen, and that just pretty much got deaded when they got to the Undisputed Era. Then it looked like Oni Lorch was doing his thing in 204 Live and 205 Live, and they just said, no, we're going to go with Leo Rush. So I'm kind of sitting there like, what are we doing with you now? Well, because both of them got injured at bad times. <laughs> Injuries, man. <coughs> so. Toss your career, and it's unfortunate. Hmm. I'm not familiar with the tag team Ever Rise, but Danny Bur- Danny Burch and Only Lorcan got the spike DDT on them and pinned and won the matchup. So uh-huh. that's what it was. Cameron Grimes defeated Raul Mendoza. In, okay, you know, see, so, I'm sorry. I'm about to say you were talking about filler. I'm about to say we we got some right. coming up. Main event time, six man tag match. Kushida had to find two opponents to go up against Imperium. I like Imperium. I yes. like I said like I like the name. I, I like the whole dark side stance. Yes. And Alexander Wolf is doing stuff with him. And then who comes out? The fashion police, Breezango. Tell me you don't like their new song though. Tell me that's not a way better song for them. <laughs> it is. I can't get mad. <laughs> It is I'm looking at a song. new song and it's Titan Tron and I was like, this is good. For y'all, this works. <laughs> like, I'm not mad at it at all. Mm-hmm. I'm not mad at it. So, uh, decent six-man tag team matchup here as <coughs> Koshida gets the win, but on top of the stage, Walter gives him a big boot and lays him out. <laughs> and I'm like, Wait, Walter's here now too? And and you know what's funny? He's still there 
carrying the UK championship. Yep. I mean, that's Imperium. So, I, I should have known that because they were all from NXT UK. I was like, well, I'm kind of I'm kind of liking this stable. Mm-hmm. I, I hope they put them in the game because, I, 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 hey, I want to use some Imperium. They, they look pretty like you good. said, they got the good dark side to it. I exactly. Like <laughs> so, that was uh, NXT uh, from week two. Now, this week, we get the full two hours on USA. Mm-hmm. The full two hours. The suits is done, right? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, suits was done last. They had, they had to get to the season finale, which was all right, out the way. And now, <laughs> and now we get to have the two hours of NXT. About damn time suits is done. I think suits was on this for a little bit too long. Mm-hmm. Uh, Some good shows go too long, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, so, uh, <coughs> so it's most of the news I want to get to. I, I do, we, we do have a little bit of sad news to talk about, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, uh, cause I usually I bring some at the beginning of the show, and I, uh-huh. I didn't this time, but Rick Bogart, who wrestled under names such as Rick Titan, Big Titan, uh, but he was mostly famous known for being fake razor in WWE. Now, for those anybody like fake razor, because there are people who weren't alive in that era. There are people who were just babies like, like my daughter in that era, so they don't understand. Razor Moe and Kevin Nash, aka Diesel, was leaving the company. Vince ain't like that. So he had when they left to do the NWO angle on WCW, he had Rick Bogart play Fake Razor and had Glenn Jacobs play Fake Diesel. Glenn Jacobs. Who, and if you out there, if you don't know who that is, let's just say he's a recent 24-7 champion, but keep going. Exactly. <laughs> and got a new book coming out, which I want to read. And just had a uh, WWE Untold, uh, the first time in the That was good match. Untold. That was good Untold. Yeah. I like that. First of all, if y'all have not got up on Untold yet, get up on that show. Solely watch it from what they talked about new ECW. It, it kind of gives you a respect for it and deeper idea of why that happened. But I digress. As an ECW fan, I had to get that in. I understand that. I really, I really like the show between Kurt and Shane. Street Fight. Uh, that was a good show. Shane gotta is Gotta like Shane, man. Gotta like Shane, man. So, <laughs> uh, he just passed away at the age of 49 years old. And the cause of death has not been specified yet, but it has been known that it is sudden and unexpected. Mm. And those are some of the that's worst so, that's ones. That's what you never want to hear, man. Because <coughs> sudden unexpected goes from everything of some type of heart issue to on to the extreme end of some type of substance issue. You don't know. Exactly. Now, to, you just don't know. To, to, to put out there about him, I was like, I mean, when I read about it, it, you know, it came up in my Facebook. It came across there. I pretty much said, oh, 
man, that's crazy. But unfortunately for me, he didn't have that big of an impact. So not to disrespect his death at all. That's what I don't want to do. Mm-hmm. But it just didn't have a great impact with me. It was more of like, that's unfortunate. Oh, well. Well, when, when, when people die, I'm not the kind of guy that does the oh, well. But I get, I, I get what you're saying. Because right. you know, everybody losing their life suddenly... Or, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that, it, you know, always bothers me, especially when they're right. young, right. 49 years old. But the thing, like I said, he didn't have too much impact. Like I said, all I know him was for, was for Fake Razor. But this mm-hmm. being a wrestling show, I will honor all the wrestlers that had passed away. Uh, you know, that I will, you know, give him a mention and give him a, a condolences to families and give... <coughs> <clears throat> rest in pieces and kind words and things of that nature. So absolutely. Uh, and you know, he had a couple people, you know, of course, from the rest of the world. Uh, takes out takes out about him, but like I said, all all I am very, you know, uh, you know, know of him is that I know Kane, uh, aka Glenn Jacobs, posted on Twitter. Sorry to hear about the passing of Rick Titan Bogart. At his wrestling career, best known for his runs in Japan, especially back then, I didn't watch too much Japan wrestling until God, I didn't watch Japan, New Japan, until like the 2010s. Look, I'll Dude. be straight with you. I just came back from New Japan this past weekend, and I still don't watch a lot of Japan, New Japan now. Oh, uh-huh, so they have it. We became very successful life coach and speaker, helping people work. Through life's difficult and find inner peace, rest, rest, rest in peace. So, you know, it's you, you hear these things. And like I said, Sutton, I hope it's not a case of taking your own life. Because mm-hmm. we have that too many times in the wrestling world. Too many. Too many times. It's sad the amount of suicides that we have to cover here in the wrestling world, but. You know, like I said, may he rest peace. We don't know what the the full details are yet, but I I'm glad that I was able to you know uh, say something, shed some light on it as well. So understood. RP. RP. Yeah. I think that may be all of the topics that I have for the show today. Look. There's enough wrestling coming on that if you forgot something this week, you'll have more than enough to talk about next week. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah absolutely right, because there's a hell of a sub preview, and I think I'm going to try something because I'm letting everybody know now, there's no way I can do a Raw, SmackDown, NXT, and AEW review. I can't. You might have to do a weekend review. So what I'm thinking is <coughs> I'll keep the Raw SmackDown ones. And I think I'll do a segment on the podcast every week of, you know, a, a head-to-head NXT AEW thing. What you okay. think? Hey, that, that would be interesting just be like, well, this happened when you know AEW did this, but NXT had this, but you know AEW had that. And that way you do a side by side comparison of saying what's necessarily better. Mm-hmm. But also, I am pleased to announce that finally, after 
Next week's draft. The draft is coming back to Nerd Coalition. Oh, man. WWE Fantasy Draft. And I'm only going to take four people. I can't. I can't go before anyone. Too many. It's, cause it's, yo, I, it's for y'all don't know out there, Mr. 80 does all the work with all the points and everything. None of us help him, and none of us even volunteer. Uh. <laughs> I'll throw myself through the bus on that one, because I uh. see how much work that is. I want to do it. <laughs> so, if people want to give me an, uh, an argument that we should have more, I'm like, well, we can do more. That means you watch all the wrestling to keep track of all your points. And even with the four people, I'm still going to probably have people keep their own score because come time at the end or the midterm because usually I'm, I'm going to try to have this one go all the way let's see we're in October go up to the Royal Rumble Ugh. so if if, I, if we at the end and I'm like okay these are my points and you be like how much I get well guess what I gotta be this bad guy and let you know that I'm not going to try to keep time my points because everybody going if I gotta watch all this wrestling you're going to have to watch all this wrestling. And if that ain't the case, don't be a part of it. Bare minimum. If you can clearly look at the highlights of who won and lost at the end of the week, calculate your points that way. You can. That's, that's what Q-Flow do. Yeah. yeah. Kept up with it, too. Exactly. He absolutely did. Shout out to Q-Flow. He absolutely kept up with his points. I did not. <laughs> so, you know, but it, it's like I said, it's all good. So I, I'm, proud, I'm proud to announce that's coming back after we get the draft and figure out where everybody's going to be going. Because mm. that, that, that's going to mean a lot. And the draft is next week, right? Next week. Starts on SmackDown next now, Friday. See, now me just ask you this. Do you want to do the draft before you see where they're going? Because that's... You, you're riding blind if you do that, to be real with you. <laughs> You, you, I mean, you're right. It all, it all depends what time I can get anybody together for the podcast. It, if you can do it this weekend, I am interested. Yes, I am willing to keep my own, keep keep track of my own points, but I like the idea of going in blind. It makes it overly fair. Okay. Oh, we, we, we smart. We read storylines. Okay. <laughs> we, we, we can go in blind. But I, 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 I'm gonna get everybody together. Hopefully, by this Saturday night. But no, actually, I'm actually gonna try to shoot for Friday because this Saturday is my son's birthday. Okay. So we 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 got a birthday party scheduled for him, and uh, hey, I know at night there gonna be even more. Big time. ten, right? Big ten. The one zero. Shout out to G Man. He's yeah. on the channel somewhere. I, I know. know you can find him. <laughs> So yeah, so like I said, you know, still ain't got him nothing yet, but I'm, I'm thinking of it. <laughs> you got him love. <laughs> I don't think you wanted love at ten years old. It ain't gonna work. Uh-uh. <laughs> at ten years old, you probably asking for, can I get that Game Boy Pocket? <laughs> I want to let you know that was '96. <laughs> I, I, I'm just saying, you know, it, the, the funny thing is, you know, sidebar. I like everybody 
who comes up and um plays my Nintendo Switch Lite, and he'd be like, God, this is small. I'm like, what did you grow up with? It's the future. We forget about things. And I'm like, what did you grow up with? Because I definitely had Game Boy Pocket. Mm. Mm. I, look, look, I had a Tamagotchi. You talking about small screen? Mm. <laughs> yeah. Small screen, no light. Mm. Mm. You got to play facing the street light when you're in the backseat of the car? Yeah. <laughs> either I'm that or either that. Oh, you got you got to get that worm light. Yeah, I, brought I used it. to kill it, kill it in the lunchroom, drinking my bag of milk. Uh huh. <laughs> but uh, I don't want to scare them off too much. They don't know about that just yet. Don't, don't. That should never come back. I'm gonna have a party one day. I might only have bags of milk out of out of pure sadness. <laughs> don't do that. Cause you'll get all this white milk. I don't do that. <laughs> Give me chocolate on oh, Fridays. <laughs> they want strawberry left. I want it. Nope. nope. <laughs> you gonna never find it. That, that that's one of them hidden gems. Oh, <laughs> oh. Right, so this is where we're going to close out the uh, no gimmicks needed wrestling podcast. Make sure you guys check us out on all your podcast platforms such as uh, Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and make sure you guys check us out on YouTube on YouTube Premium. And most of you can find all of our great stuff on SpacesPhilly.com. Spaces Philly, the production company we are a part of, just a host of both sides. Little Little Pop, the Little Pop Horror Show, and the Nerd Coalition content up there, such as No Gimmicks, the Rusty Podcast, Nerdgasm, a Talk Podcast, hosted by Swag on Zero, Turn Table, Semi Culture Beyond, hosted by Lee Sketch, and Drunk Thoughts Over Tongues, hosted by Left Brain. So, all that great content up there for you guys. So, <coughs> kind of short this week. So, next week, I'm going to do my best. We're going to come back for the Hell in a Cell preview. And I may just add the fantasy draft for next week then. That could work. That, that could work. So, yeah, I think the fantasy draft, then we do uh, uh, the Hell in a Cell preview, then we do, uh, you know, the. The, the f- fantasy warfare, whatever the case may be, between AEW and NXT. It's mm. a lot. It's a big show. It's, it's a big show, and I'm excited for it. So I, right. I let everybody know. So I, everybody got to be prepared for Friday because I, that's, that's what I'm going to do it because I, this stuff got to be up before Hell in a Cell, mm. which is on Sunday. So a lot of things is going to be happening. <coughs> a lot of things, you know, so we'll, we'll see. If I have to do a Saturday night, I have to do a Saturday night. But uh, once again, guys, that is everything. So I want to thank my co host, the Hard R from the Soul Trek Enterprise Quattro. Hey, I appreciate you having me on. And once again, praise for your mother, man. But thank you very much. And once again, this is NC, the place to be. Joe Trump, stay in D. And Q Flow, wherever you're at, take us out. to your ears welcome to the show we don't need any gimmicks you already know so sit back relax and hit the like button go and share with your friends and keep the likes coming swag on trivia and prompts top five either way it's fun and you're hearing it live 
join with your host, Mr. A&E Yeah, you know it's the place to be, it's NC At Mountain Dew, we'd like to remind you that the world as we know it would not exist without the number zero. Which is why, at Mountain Dew, we'd like to recognize the number zero for making Mountain Dew Zero Sugar possible. Even with no sugar, it packs all of the bold citrus kick Dew Nation knows and loves. It's so good, you have no reason not to try it. As in zero. Get it? Crack open an ice-cold Mountain Dew Zero Sugar. It's zero sugar. All Dew.